Hello, office mates. Welcome to a fresh episode of the Wildcat Offense, hosted by me, Wes Ibarra, and Offsy Sport. Thank you again for all the support, all the followings, all the listens, all the likes, all the ratings. It means so much to me and the project as a whole. It also keeps me going and inspires me to keep working on future projects for the channel. Once again, feel free to share the show, other shows like Greatness, and the channel as a whole to friends, family, colleagues, anyone who you think would be down to join the Office Sports Talk conversation. That's O-F-F-C-I-E. S-P-O-R-T on all podcast platforms, YouTube, and Instagram. All right, so we're off the bye week, and the Cats are going to travel to Lincoln to play the Nebraska Cornhuskers at 2.30 p.m. on Saturday, October 21st. So at the time of this recording, that will be tomorrow afternoon. So it looks like Nebraska's fresh off a bye week as well, and both teams are 500. So Howard was the last team that Northwestern faced, and Northwestern came away with a close win there, 23-20. to Once again, if you had not listened to my recap episode there, please feel free to take a listen on that. But that game, as fun as of a game it was, that was a game that Northwestern should have had in the bag early. But like I said in that episode, and I'll say it again, a win is a win. The Cornhuskers last faced Illinois, in which they have won 20-7. to So Illinois is going to be a big opponent for the Cats, and that's the opponent that the team will see at the end of the year for the um, Land of Lincoln Trophy. So right from the get-go, under this uh, new leadership with Matt Rule at the helm for the Nebraska Cornhuskers, they look to have a pretty decent start to the year. Um, the last time that the Cats faced the Cornhuskers was in Dublin, Ireland. I believe that was a Week 0 matchup. And I remember that whole uh, game like it was uh, yesterday. Um, that whole game was hyped up in the community as such a huge one because the team was going overseas. Uh, Coach Fitzgerald at the time, who has Irish lineage, wanted to take the time to further explore his family roots. And it just put not only the university's brand, but also just the sport as a whole on a different platform in a different country, especially where football is trying to be grown, right? You think about the NFL trying to improve its uh, presence in Europe by having games in the UK and in Germany. And then, of course, then we had last year with the Cats going to um, Ireland to play the Nebraska Cornhuskers, in which the Cats won 31 to 28, um, in which they were down 11 points at the half. And unfortunately, that was the only Cats win of the season. But hey, that's a great way to win anywhere if you're only going to have one win at any point in the season. So, a couple fun facts that I did want to share here. Um, this Saturday will be the 17th meeting between the Huskers and the Cats, dating back to 1902. Nebraska leads the overall series 9-7. So like I said last year, the Cats won their matchup in a neutral site. Um, and it turns out both teams have alternated wins within the last five matchups and split 12 meetings since their annual matchups began in 2011 per NU Sports. However, fun stat here, the Cats have won the last five games when it comes to scoring 20-plus points against uh, Nebraska. So 
all signs point to the cats um looking to win uh big by scoring at least 20 points or more um but there's going to be a lot to look into going into this week's matchup so last game out brendan sullivan was the starter for the cats uh ben bryant did not seem to be present on the field uh, in the game against howard and of course he did leave with an injury in the game against penn state three weeks ago um we'll see who will be out there tomorrow whether it's sullivan or ben bryant but to reiterate brendan sullivan had a really good game against uh, howard going 13 of 18 for 131 yards and two touchdowns with 38 yards and a touchdown rushing for 15 attempts um sullivan was the only wildcat within the past 20 seasons to record a touchdown pass and touchdown rush of at least 35 yards in the same game per nu sports so the good thing about having brendan sullivan at qb1 is that um, you have a dual threat attack right so a guy that can make the passes when he needs to but will definitely run uh when i went to the game last week he did a lot of running and it was a very productive day on the ground overall for the cats um that week but it's a new week and um it's going to be a totally different opponent on the road and this game does have a lot of importance as both teams are both 500 both teams want to be in a position to be bowl eligible to get that fourth win making it two more wins away from getting to that benchmark but one other fact or fun fact i should say that is gonna be looked at in this game is for senior running back cam porter he is 82 yards away rushing wise to reach 1000 in his career he was the Cats' leading rusher back in 2020 with 333 yards and so far has 299. So, of course, once again, I just talked about the run game being good for the Cats against Howard. If the Cats can have a good run game again to, or I shouldn't say today, but tomorrow, then we could see not only Cam Porter break a milestone in his career, but also be pivotal to a key win in the season. So. Let's look into our odds here. It looks like the, the Wildcats are 11 and a half point underdogs in this matchup against the Cornhuskers. It's understandable because the Cats are going to be on the road. However, I do think that this could be a game where it can be tick for tat. You know, a lot of back and forth action, um, a lot of a lot of running, a lot of defensive stops, and it could be a kind of matchup where whoever can pass the ball well can be the difference in this game. Uh, one thing I did want to point out about the Cornhuskers last game with Illinois, Heinrich Harburg went 12-24, so that's 50% passing against uh, the Illini with zero touchdowns and one interception. But he did have a good game rushing-wise. Uh, so kind of like what I said just now, you want to have a good running game and a good defensive game to at least keep pace or even keep um, 
keep the game from getting away, but it feels like the biggest difference could be uh, the passing game for for the Cats. Uh, kind of like how um, with the game against Howard, Brendan Sullivan had two touchdowns passing, right? Uh, and the other two are good receivers in Cam Johnson, and I believe Bryce Kurtz got the other touchdown for uh, for the Cats passing-wise. So if those two guys can get involved in the offense as well, and A.J. Henning, then I could see that 11.5 point differential be wrong for uh, USA Today, which is where I got the odds for this game. In in the grand scheme of things, I think the Cats are going to pull it off. I think Coach Braun is going to improve to 4-3 and three on the year. The Cats are going to improve to 4-3, and three, and the Cats will win this game 21-17. to 17. And I think it's going to be because whoever is going to be QB1, whether it's Ben Bryant or um, Brendan Sullivan, if they can make their throws and the guys on the receiving core can get open and our gadget guys can make themselves part of the game and very impactful, then, again, I think the Cats are going to uh, steal one on the road uh, here, get to 4-3, and three, and still keep that surprise story going. It's been a great, great thing to watch this year. Um, I know I keep saying this over and over again with all the other uh, Wildcat offense episodes, but at this point in time, I believe most people would have thought that the Cats would be 0-6, right? But here they are sitting at 3-3 with another team that's 3-3 in front of them and probably had similar, if not lower, expectations going into the year. But, of course, when you have one of the better college football coaches in this generation uh on your sideline of course there's going to be improvement in some way shape or form um and and this matchup is going to be really interesting because it is new coaches in new places facing off one another and while we're on the topic of coaches with coach Braun's record being three and three career wise uh it does tie him for uh the lead for wins amongst first-time FBS head coaches. So congratulations to Coach Braun on that front. And I hope that uh, his record will improve to 4-3 and three by the end of Saturday afternoon. There you have it. Uh, that's my analysis for the game. 21-17 Cats. The Cats need to have the run game working, the defense working, and make those timely passes in the passing game. And as long as they can force Heinrich Harburg and the Nebraska offense to try and beat them by using the ground and using the ground only and forcing them to pass the ball and making that already a hard, hard, tall task, then I don't see any reason for the Cats to improve to 4-3 and and gain a better position in the Big Ten West. Thank you so much again for listening this week. We'll be back next week on Tuesday to recap the game against Nebraska, and preview, or I'm sorry, not preview, but recap the whole game, get my thoughts on it, and see the breakdowns from what went right, what went wrong, and everything in between. Um, I will be experimenting with a new format uh, this coming week 
with a recap of this week's game on Tuesday and then towards the end of the week, a prediction for the next game. Um, hopefully this uh, for new format can uh, gain more attraction and gain more um, gain more listens, gain more frequency for just the show as a whole. And again, uh, no matter what happens, your support means a lot to me. Feel free to share the show, share the channel, share the other shows that are on Offsea Sport with friends, family, colleagues, whomever it may be who would be willing to take a listen to this uh, project. Again, it means the world, it means a lot. Once again, that's O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T. All podcast platforms, YouTube and Instagram. Thanks again, Office Mates. I'll see you next week and go Cats.